Good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. Actually, today is March 25th, and it has been a while since I last jumped on here. I had, my body was afflicted, and I had a cough, or a cough tried to have me, and I am still working through it, but I wanted to get back on here because I wanted to stay consistent um, with this thing and something that I had been working on that I wanted to deal with with cycles. And so I want to just deep dive right into it because a lot of times in our life, we are faced with um, cycles in our life and cycles, you know, it just kind of keeps taking us round and round. And one minute we think we've overcame something or we've gotten out of a situation to find up, find ourselves right back in that thing. And so I had preached a message about it and I didn't get a chance to finish it, um, but I wanted to continue to work through this thing um, here. So let's just deep dive into it. I was talking about demonic cycles rooted um, in soulless strongholds. And I had came from Ephesians 6, 10 through 12 and 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. And there's something that causes law of cause and effect um, cycles, you know, and as we know, you know, cycles, it's a complete round of occurrences that repeats itself in the same order. Um, and, and so something that is actually rooted, we know the scripture, you know, where the Bible tells us we need to be rooted. We should be like trees, you know, planted by the rivers of water and, and to be rooted, you know, in this thing. And a lot of times what we have to realize that cycles in our life, we have to understand or actually realize, is this a cycle that, um, that's a demonic cycle in my life, a stronghold that's on my life demonically, or is this a uh, a, a cycle in my life that's stemming from a soulless stronghold, something that my flesh just want to continue to do or something that um, I just want to do because it feels good to my, my flesh. And so it's rooting out um, which one is, you know, I shouldn't say rooted out. It is determining which one is which and how to effectively fight um, the cycle. And first, and fighting it, we have to identify which one is which. So it's actually being true to the thing. Um, the Bible lets us know um, um, in the in the book of Corinthians or in the book of Ephesians, uh, gird up your loins with truth. And, you know, we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. What is truth? Then that would be my, well, what is truth? You know, truth is conformity with fact or reality. It's, it's truth is a verified or undisputable fact. And I talked about this a little bit. It's something that's true, cannot be undisputed. I know for a fact, my name is Renee. Why? Not only because my mom named me Renee, but because my birth certificate says it, because it's, it's, it's on file that that's who I am. So when people call me that, I recognize that name. Okay. So something that is a cycle has been rooted there. It's rooted already. Something that is rooted, it's firmly implanted. A part of the body or a plant that develops from the radical and grows downward into the soil. And I began to talk about it. You know, it's anchoring and it absorbs nutriment and moisture. And so when the Bible says we should be like trees planted by the river, I began to look that thing up because I wanted to know what is it that's rooted? What's what's really rooted and, and the soil of the thing. And we know that soil is the ground or the earth, you know, and it's a place or a condition providing the opportunity for something to grow or something to develop. 
So I really, I, I, I liken, um, I wonder why the Bible likens us, why God likens us to trees, you know, because we are the, the salt of the earth and we are the one that, um, <coughs> excuse me, we are the ones that actually bring forth fruit. And so if our lives is a mess and our lives is not doing what it's supposed to, it was made out to do, then we're rooted in something that's not producing anything. So it's knowing the difference between is this cycle demonically or is it a soulless stronghold? And what we have to really realize is that every cycle in our life does not come from the enemy. We've been accustomed to say, oh, that's just the devil. Oh, that's just Satan. Oh, the enemy is on my back or the enemy is on my trail. And everything is just not the enemy. And this is what I was beginning to talk to them about. Everything is not the enemy. Some things is just simply you just wanting to be you. Okay. So realizing, you know, a stronghold is something that is inside. It's the center of a thing. And, and let's just bring it home. It, it's, it's your heart. And what I've learned that, that since I know that every obstacle is not the, the enemy, you know, I have to realize that maybe this is just me. Maybe this is just Renee. So Renee can deal with the fact that Renee wants to be mad. Renee wants to have an attitude. Renee wants to be jealous or Renee wants to to uh, walk around disappointed. Renee wants to walk around depressed. Renee wants to walk around isolated. That is not, um, that is not the enemy. Now the enemy brings depression and, and that's when you realize that, okay, this is demonic because people that really lives in depression and people that really, uh, wants to commit suicide and things like that, that's an uh, indicator right there that that is a demonic stronghold. But if it's just something, I don't want to put my flesh up under subjection, or I just want to continue to just look at people sideways and just have a bad attitude, then that's something that I want to do. That's a stronghold in my life. How do I really identify me breaking these demonic cycles? It's identifying what it is because we cannot break something that we don't know that is there. So first really acknowledging the truth. The Bible says we should know the truth and the truth will make us free. Not set us. The truth will make us free. Something that's made is made from, from the scratch, a scratch of a thing. So when God makes us free, he begins to tear away and dig away at some of those things that's been in our lives for years and years and years and years. And so that's what God is trying to make us into. Are we perfect? Absolutely not. Are we striving to be who God called us to be? Absolutely. Yes. So it's me identifying what cycles I'm battling in my life, understanding demonic cycles, how demons actually create and manipulate those strongholds in our minds to tempt us to walk around that same mountain over and over again. That's a demonic cycle. The enemy is manipulating that thing, that thing that has a hold on your mind and it makes you continue to revisit it. What are you saying? Okay. So somebody does something to me and I forgive them, but then that thing comes up to in my mind again. And I continue to remember and remember. And then all of a sudden I got a problem. Okay. So let me just go on and expose something right now. I was dealing with something and, um, I said, okay, Lord, I'm just going to let it go and I'm not going to worry about it. But it kept nudging and nudging and nudging at me. Although I was hurt on the inside, I had to forgive. And a lot of times we say forgive, but don't you forget? Yes, we need to forget because if we don't forget, the enemy is going to continue 
to bring that thing to your mind. And that thing is what's going to repeat over and over and over again. And it turns into a cycle. Demonic cycles is more than just bad habits. The demonic cycles are more, I got to say that again, demonic cycles are more than just bad habits. This is not something that, oops, I did it again. Demonic cycle, it, it, it's more difficult to break. You know why? Because we don't really recognize that there's really a mental stronghold involved. There's really something deeper that's going on. That's how come you can't come out of depression. That's how come sometimes you're running good and you're going good. And then all of a sudden there's a fight on the inside that makes you get, get afraid or make you fearful that something bad is going to happen or wants to drive you and bring you into an isolation period in your life. That's a demonic cycle. A demonic cycle can manifest in so many different ways. And we have to really understand what ways that the demonic cycle is actually manifesting. It can manifest in overeating, you know, indulging, gluttoning. That's a demonic cycle. Why do I keep eating? Maybe because I'm depressed, because I'm oppressed. You know, job instability. Let's take what we're going, what's going on in, in the world today with uh, COVID-19. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are trying to fall into depression. But we know that the Bible declares that he's with us always, even to the end. And the Bible also lets us know that um, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, listen, God said that I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor is seed begging bread. It doesn't matter if bread comes to $10 a loaf. I trust God and I know that God is the supplier of my need. So I can't get into a, 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 a mindset of, oh God, I trust you. And then on this breath, I don't trust you because that's unstable. He said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And so us really identify, I have to be stable in this thing. So when instability comes and you constantly fought with instability, one minute you're good, the next minute you're not. One minute you're good, the next minute you're not. That's a demonic cycle. Yearly sickness, that's a demonic cycle. When you sick the same time every year, relationship issues, demonic cycle. If you're in a relationship and you keep going through the same thing over and over and over again, nine times out of 10, it's a demonic cycle. Okay. Rather you in a marriage Rather you and a boyfriend, girlfriend, rather it's you and your best friend, your BFF. If y'all continue to go through this thing, that is a demonic, a demonic cycle. And we have to um, identify what is the issue? What really is the problem? Why am I going through this? I was telling my church, I said, you know, I had to take a look in the mirror and look at Renee and say, Renee, why do you keep coming back here? No, we're going to deal with this. We're going to chop this thing down at the root to really identify what is really going on. And so when you really identify what's going on, then you know how to fight that thing. I understood that submission for me, submission for me was a problem. It's not so much that I had a problem with um, certain authority, but certain things that I already knew, or I felt like I had a handle on when you come in and try to change that, then I had a problem with that. And so submitting People take out of context a lot of times because we feel like, oh, it's just about I'm submitting to my husband or I'm, I'm submitting. I know how to be a good wife. Well, yeah, we may have that. But there's other areas of submitting where we don't uh, cross every T and dot every I. And so really knowing what submitting is. And so let me just kind mm -hmm. of give you this submitting, acknowledge, surrender. It's to yield or give way to the power of authority. Uh oh give way to the power or authority of another. Okay. It's I'm relinquishing my stand at this point. I'm giving in. Look, I quit. So if I'm in a battle with someone or there's a cycle that continue to go on in my life, then I take the low road and I say, you know what? I quit. If I can't quit, 
and I can't learn to relinquish my standing given and say, you know what, I agree to disagree, then that's a demonic cycle that I need to break. Not really worrying about what's going on in another person's life or how they hurt me or how they affect me. Me submitting and me going low. Because really what I understand is that when I go low, I've really won. When I go low and when I can take the low road and take the mature way out and say, you know what? You can have it because I understand that 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 cycle is going to continue to try to play in my life. And so we have to be able to beat the enemy at his own game. The, the de demons are whispering in your ear. OK. And so a lot of times we think, well, what, what just happened? I was fine. See, what's happening is you getting those little whispers in your ear. And what he's doing is he's setting up those thoughts and he fortifying those thoughts right in the area of your mind that have not been renewed. We know the Bible tells us, let, um, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, that we have to renew our minds daily. And see, what we don't do is we don't read the word of God daily. Not re I'm not talking about you going to your Bible and you getting your daily passages or that thing, may you may have subscribed to it and it hit your phone and, oh, let me put this out. Oh, let me read this scripture. That's not studying daily. That's not renewing your mind daily. There's a shedding that has to take off. And so when your mind is not renewed daily, daily, then the enemy, he can set up those little thoughts in your mind. And when he fortifies those things, something that's fortified, it's a defensive work. There is a barrier there to increase effectiveness by adding ingredients that, and that's what the, you know how you take, um, you have lotions or you have different, uh, different type of chemicals. And then it says with, so you can have a lotion and it says with lanolin. That's adding an ingredient and say what the enemy is doing is I, I'll take me and I'll use me for an example. The issue that I was actually having, he would take that little thought and what he'll say is that little thing that has happened. Then he'll start saying, oh, we well, remember this. Oh, we well, remember this. Remember when they did that? Remember when he said it like that? Remember that person added to it? And so that's what the enemy does when your mind is not renewed. And instead of us uh, casting down imaginations, you know, and every high thing that exalts itself to the knowledge of God, what we do is continue to feed him. We continue to let him continue to add those ingredients. And that's how those demonic cycles keep going on and on and on in our life. But if we set up um, a defense against the enemy and say, no, I'm going to let my mind be renewed and I'm not going to give in to what the enemy is saying to me. And I really walk Romans 12 and two out in my life then I, I realize and I know that I'm not going to be conformed to this world, but I'm going to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Not only that, but that I may prove what is good and what is that acceptable and perfect will of God. And I, because I understand that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And, and so with my mind, I have to protect my mind and I have to let my mind um, do and, and, and uh, think on the things of God. The mind is made up, y'all, of so many different things. But one different one aspect that I really want to deal with with the mind is, you know, the mind is the conscious, which is our, our consciousness, which is our thoughts, our feelings, our concerns, uh, our interests. It, it, the second one is imagination our imagination. And that's where the enemy, he'll have you start imagining things, you know, uh, the faculty of forming mental images and concepts of what is not present to the sentence. He'll start putting things in your mind. And then third, uh, the perception, you know, the act of apprehending by means of sense or mind, you know, he'll start making you understand or, or what, what should be understand. He's making you perceive it wrong. So instead of discerning and having the right knowledge and insight, as to what the cycle is, he turned it around and started adding all this other stuff to it when really it's not. So it's us really knowing, <coughs> excuse me, how to break the cycle. They work together. Spirits work together 
to act as a self-sabotage so that we're not aware of it. So knowing the difference, I want to eat because I want to eat. I want that cookie, but I really don't like sweets. That's not mm -hmm. demonic. I want a cookie because right now I'm just craving a cookie. Okay, that's my soul. I want a peach cobbler the other night, but I know my body didn't need a, pe a peach cobbler. So ultimately, it's me taking responsibility for my choices, right? Me identifying um, any imagination that the enemy is trying to set up in my mind that's contrary to God's will, right? I will not allow him to wreak havoc in my life. I will not continue to perpetuate the same thing that I've been doing, that I've been doing over and over again, right? Paul said it like this. He said, for though we walk in the flesh, we don't fear. I mean, though, I'm sorry, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh, right? We know that it's a spiritual warfare going on, earthly, okay, and physical, but the imaginations in our mind, it's just simply an argument, okay? There, it's an argument going on against my flesh and against my spirit, okay? Every high thing that I have to cast it down. So it's almost like I'm crazy. I'm talking to myself. So when the enemy brings those thoughts, then I rebuttal it with the word of God. But if I don't read the word of God, then there is no rebuttal, right? Because what we really have to realize is I don't care what the enemy does. There is no demon that's stronger than a will that is aligned with the word of God. Nothing he can do, nothing he can say when your mind is fixated on the word of God and your will becomes God's will and God's will is your will, there is nothing the enemy can do. So it's really understanding and knowing how to put things into perspective and making a determination that I am no longer uh, being um, being subject to these cycles that is in my life, that I'm making an effort. You know, I'm making an effort that when he brings things to my mind and bring things to my thought, I'm making an effort to cast down every imagination that defy the word of God. I'm not going to allow it to do it because the word of God is quick and it is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces going in and it pierces going out, okay? We have to learn to get the scriptures that will serve as a double-edged sword, right? And we have to slice that stuff into pieces. Every every stronghold that come, when it come in, cut it with the word of God. When it come another way, slice that thing up, okay? Because God's words is power. And so dig down to the root of your thinking. And that's what I had to do. I had to go back and I'm still dealing with it. And I still I'm doing um, I'm, I'm practicing doing it. I'm digging down to the root of it and asking myself these questions. Where did it start? Once I identify that, OK, then I have to forgive anybody who hurt me. I have to even forgive myself. And then I receive forgiveness from the Lord and I receive forgiveness from the person that helped me. OK, because whom the son set free is free indeed. And so we're going to make a determination. I'm going to ask everybody that is listening to this, make a determination today that no more cycles. I'm tired of these cycles, you know, in my life and I want to be set free and whom the son set free is truly free indeed. Okay. So we want to go back to, to what, what God has called us to be. Okay. We want our minds to be pure. We want our hearts to be pure and me understanding that something that is rooted is something that is rooted deep. And so go back to the deep things and really being able to identify uh, what what the cycle is in our life and knowing if it's a demonic cycle or if it's a soulless stronghold. More to come on that because I really want to deal with it. There is something else that I'm working on, but I, as I promised, I wanted to go ahead and get this out to you guys. And hopefully I will be on in a few days and we will be dealing with other things, okay? We making a pack, no more cycles. 
And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. Allow the word of God to be a fortified place in your life. Okay. Anything that is rooted, anything that is rooted, it is restricted from motion and it provides a firm hold. I need the word of God to be that firm hold in my life and not the cycle that I've continued to allow to manipulate my life and manipulate circumstances. Okay. So everyone, you guys have a blessed day. I love you. I love you. I love you. And know that God is bigger than anything.